0: Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a wonderful author, and this is a must book uh, for everyone. And everyone who, who wants to think about diversity, everyone that wants to open their minds to other ways of thinking. Let me let me give you the title of the book, and I'll give you the author. As a woman, what I learned about power, sex, and the patriarchy after I transitioned. Dr. Paula Stone Williams, a wonderful author, renowned transsexual, and she is our very special guest. Absolutely thrilled to have you, Dr. Williams. Oh, it's so good to be
1: with you today. It's also very good to hear a New York accent again. Okay. <laughs>
0: That's right. I always think I don't have an accent and that everyone else does, but that's my my egocentric from uh, being from New York. Well, listen, congratulations on the book. You're getting rave reviews and and, and for good reason. Uh, Give us an overview of the book and don't don't spoil. We want people to buy the book, but uh, give us an overview.
1: Sure. The book is just about my journey from Paul to Paula. And then some things that I've learned in the process. So at least two-thirds of the book are about the journey, how I was a very well-known evangelical pastor, lived on Long Island for 35 years, and how once I transitioned, I lost all of my jobs within the religious community and had to struggle for a few years, trying to figure out how to make things work from there, earned virtually nothing in the first four years as a female because all of my work and all of my career had been in the evangelical church. And then the latter part of the book is about uh, gender inequity because one of the things I've discovered is that there's no way a well-educated white male can understand how much the culture is tested in his favor until he loses that privilege. And so that was a rude awakening for me. That's been the subject of most of my TED Talks, gender inequity, and how much I've learned about that since transitioning. So the latter half of the book is about that a little bit about why religion behaves the way it does in the United States, and then uh, the close of the book after that. So, yeah, it kind of follows the progression of my life, the discoveries I've made, and then calls everybody onto the hero's journey.
0: It's amazing the perspective that you have that, you know, that I, I can't imagine anybody taking it for granted, but people get lost— uh and maybe look maybe we're we're better now uh, certainly in 2021 we're we're better than we would have been in 1988 or 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 even 1990 even 10 years ago i think we're we're better and and we're more open and we're we're thinking about it but uh, but imagine you know, and I'm talking to the listeners here. Imagine the perspective that Dr. Williams has, uh, have, uh, having lived as a man and uh, having lived as a woman. Uh, very few, a very small percentage uh, of people in history have had that experience. And to be able to write about it and to see the inequality that exists, I, I mean, a- absolutely amazing. Uh, but before before we get into that, the evangelical church, uh, I imagine that—, uh, that Uh, that you got a lot of pushback when you transitioned, when you talked about transition. Uh, Is is that a correct assumption?
1: Oh, that's a correct assumption, yeah. Eighty-four percent of evangelicals in America feel that gender is immutably determined at birth. Over 60% feel that the United States has been far too accommodating to transgender people, and yet only 25% have ever met a transgender person. There are over 300 bills pending right now taking away the rights of transgender children in over 30 different states. And actually, the group driving those bills is evangelical Christians, even more so than political conservatives. 60% of political conservatives feel transgender people should have the same civil rights everyone else has. So it's really just this religious minority in America that is standing against us, and it's primarily strong in the South and the Midwest, and that is, in fact, my religious heritage. I was a national leader in that group. I've spoken in three of the ten largest churches in the United States. I stayed within for a long time, hoping to change it from within, and realize now I stayed within far too long. I should have left there.
0: There are people that are still against marriage equality, I mean, all over the country, and, and even in New York, where we, we like to think we're, we're, we're enlightened and we're open-minded, whatever. There's, there's still people that are against this. I had people, when, when I spoke up in, in favor... Of, of marriage equality, which just sounds so <laughs> sounds so ridiculous that we'd have to even have this discussion. But you know, people said to me, uh, you know, can I can I marry my dog or can I marry my hamster? And and it, you know, I, I said, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a huge difference uh, than what you're discussing. But I mean, people still say things like that, and it's just imagine. I, I could just imagine what you've gone through. Uh, and again, the book as a woman, what I learned about power, sex, and the patriarchy after i transitioned dr paula stone williams is uh, the our very special guest and buy this book everyone buy two books uh, buy uh, buy one for yourself and buy for uh, someone who who needs to open up their mind or uh, people who do have an open mind give it as a gift uh, it's a, it's really a unique perspective uh, dr williams uh, just a, a quick background you, you you grew up on long island
1: uh, no, moved there once I was out of college, and then raised my three children there, and um, I loved my life in Long Island. I lived in Suffolk County, East Islip, for a long time. And, you know, I think it's um, pretty important to say that I lost none of my Long Island friends. I did not lose one single friend from the island when I transitioned. <laughs> Most of the friends I lost were in the evangelical world, thousands and thousands of them. But I was not a part of that world on Long Island. I was a part of the broader uh, community of the island, and they've been just wonderful. Some one of the reasons I miss it so much. I, I've lived in Colorado uh, for the last 15 years. I gave up my last apartment that I kept in New York um, seven years uh, ago. I lived in New York for, yeah, about half of my life. <laughs>
0: Look, before you go, I know a lot of people are waiting to speak to you. But before you go, if if you can give me something that you think you've learned after writing the book about yourself, because obviously there's uh, it's got to be a very, um, um, uh, I don't know, therapeutic process or a painful process or whatever. Whenever you're writing a a biography, an autobiography, um, anything that has to do with that. You, you, you know, I imagine there's a lot of, uh, of soul-searching. Is there anything specific you learned about yourself once you were finished with the book?
1: Yes, I think so. And I included it in the book, in the dedication. I said the call toward authenticity is sacred and holy and for the greater good. That, I think, is what I learned more than anything else through this process. But it's important to live your authentic life. It's important to be who you are, come what may. And it will bring its own rewards. But life may not be easier for you, but life will be filled with far more joy.
0: Dr. Williams, can you give us a website or a social media site where people can follow along? And, and the best place to get the book, I imagine, is Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere. They sell great books. But. Uh,
1: you can get the book pretty much anywhere. I love it when people get them at their local independent bookstore because that keeps them alive. Uh, you can download the, the audio version of it, which is actually my favorite way to experience it. I loved reading the audio version of the book. Uh, you can pick it up at Amazon, pretty much anywhere. And you can follow me at com.
0: Dr. Williams, thank you very much, and congratulations on the book and the, and all the rave reviews you're getting.
1: Thank you so much. It's marvelous seeing
0: you here. Dr. Paula Stone Williams has been our very special guest, renowned transsexual. And the name of the book, once again, As a Woman, What I Learned About Power, Sex, and the patriarchy. After I transitioned, and uh, again, I you know from from East Islip, and uh, she you know she mentioned she didn't lose friends here. She didn't lose friends here on Long Island in New York. She lost them in the evangelical world, which I you know, I I can't imagine that she'd have any anyone left from the evangelical world. I mean, it's it is certainly um, you know anything to do with uh, transgender. Uh, anyone that, that trans, uh, transitioned to, uh, to a, a different sex Is, is obviously not going to have have any friends left In the ev- evangelical world I, I shouldn't say any But I mean it's, uh, it seems to fly in the face of, of the teachings and so forth and whatever But um, interesting perspective And uh, you know someone that has actually seen the world From a man's view And, and then from a woman's view and to see the the difference and to see the uh, you know and I guess the the immediate question that someone would have is is that uh, is Dr. Williams seeing the world from a, a woman's uh, standpoint if people are uh, in, you know and know of the fact that she's a, a transsexual, and will she be treated differently there? I imagine it's a harder road to uh, to, to hoe. In uh, in in that sense, certainly a transsexual. Uh, then uh, it it is as a woman, so it's even harder. But uh, again, um, there's obviously inequality in the uh, in the country with men to women, and I think things are getting better. Uh, we're we're getting better as a uh, as a country with that. But again, women will tell you very strong, powerful women will will tell you that it's still it's still a struggle and so forth, Doctor. Paula Stone Williams has been our very special guest. Renowned transsexual as a woman. What I've learned about power, sex, and the patriarchy after I transitioned is the name of a book. Get the book. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.